Thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Today, we're going to be reading some meditation for the day, little 24-hour little book. But we'll just be reading the 24-hour one because we believe God is in it and can hear him. And we sense it that our burdens fly away when we read God's word and meditate in it. So let's go ahead and pray with this third step prayer and I'll get started. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, now let's go ahead and do the uh, third step prayer now. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. We're going to start with February 1st on the, uh, actually the God Calling book first. It says, this is the Lord speaking to us, as many of you know. It says, take courage, do not fear, start a new life. Put the old mistakes away and start anew. I give you a fresh start. Be not burdened. Be not anxious. If my forgiveness were for the righteous only and those who had not sinned, where would be its need? Remember, as I said, to whom much is forgiven, the much loveth much. Same loveth much. Why do you fret and worry so? I wait to give you all that is lovely, but your lives are soiled with worry and fret. You would crush my treasures. I can only bless glad, thankful hearts. You must be glad and joyful. In other words, now I'm going to read it from the 24-hour little book, the same thing, but for recovering. I will start a new life each day. I will put the old mistakes away and start anew each day. God always offers me a fresh start. I would not be burdened or anxious if God's forgiveness were only for the righteous and those who had not sinned, where would it be its need? I believe that God forgives us of all of our sins if we are honestly trying to live today the way He wants us to live. God forgives us much and we should be very grateful much. Want of love will block the way you must love all those that fret you and those who do not practice love it is a great lesson if you have great teacher you must love how otherwise can you dwell in me where nothing unloving can come practice this and i will bless you exceedingly above all you cannot only ask but imagine no limit to my power do all you can and leave to me the rest. Peace will come and trust. Fear not. I am your advocate and mediator. In other words, I will practice love because love, lack of love will block the way. I will try to see good in all people, those I like and those who fret me and go against the grain. They are all children of God. I will try to give love. Otherwise, how can I dwell in God's spirit when 
nothing unloving can come. I will try to get along with all people because the more love I give away, the more I will have. Only believe the walls of Jericho fell down. Was it axes or human implements that brought them down? Rather, the songs of praise of the people and my thought carried out in action. My thought carried out in action. All sh walls shall fall before you too. There is no earth power. It falls like a house of papers. At my miracle working touch, your faith and my power, the only two essentials. Nothing else is needed. So, if man's petty opposition still holds good, it is only because I choose to let it stand between you and what would be a mistake for you. If not a word, a thought from me, and it is gone. The hearts of kings are in my rule and governance. All men can be moved at my wish. Rest in the certainty. Rely on me. In other words, I believe that my faith and God's power can accomplish anything in human relationships. There is no limit to what these two things can do in this field. Only believe and anything can happen. St. Paul said, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. All walls that divide you from other human beings can fall by your faith and God's power. These are the two essentials. Everyone can be moved by these. Next reading. Just go step by step. My will shall be revealed as you go. You will never cease to be thankful for this time when you felt at peace and trustful and yet had no human security. This is the time of the true learning of trust in me. When thy father and mother forsake thee, then the Lord will take thee up. This is a literal dependence on me. When human support or material help of any kind is removed, then my power can become operative. I cannot teach a man to walk who is trusting to a crutch. Away with your crutch, and my power shall so invigorate you that you shall indeed walk on to victory. Never limit my power. <clears throat> I said never limit my power. <clears throat> it is limitless. In other words, I know that God cannot teach anyone who is trusting in a crutch. I will throw away the crutch of alcohol and walk in God's power and spirit. God's power will so invigorate me that I shall indeed walk on to victory. There is never any limit to God's power. I will go step by step, one day at a time. God's will shall be revealed to me as I go forward. Next reading. Walk with me. I will teach you. Listen to me. And I will speak. Continue to meet with me in spite of all opposition and every obstacle, in spite of days when you may hear no voice, and there may come no intimate heart-to-heart -heart telling. As you persist in this and make a life habit of it, 
In many marvelous ways, I will reveal my will to you. You shall have more sure knowing of both the present and the future. But that will be only the reward of the regular coming to meet me. Life is a school. There are many teachers. Not to everyone do I come personally. Believe literally that the problems and difficulties of your life can be explained by me more clearly and effectually than by any other. In other words, I believe that life is a school in which I must learn spiritual things. I must trust in God and He will teach me. I must listen to God and He will speak through my mind. I must commune with Him in spite of all opposition and every obstacle. There will be days when I will hear no voice in my mind and when there will, will come no intimate heart-to-heart -heart communion. But if I persist and make a life habit of schooling myself in spiritual things, God will reveal himself to me in many ways. Walk with me, I will teach you. Listen to me, I will speak. Continue to meet me in spite of all opposition and every obstacle. In spite of days when you may hear no voice and there may come no intimate heart-to-heart -heart telling. As you persist in this and make a life habit of it, in many marvelous ways I will reveal my will to you. You shall have more sure knowing of both the present and the future, but that will be only the reward of the regular coming to meet me. Life is a school. There are many teachers. Not to everyone do I come personally. Believe literally that the problems and difficulties of your life can be explained by me more clearly and effectually than by any other. To the listening ear I speak, to the waiting heart I come. Sometimes I may not speak. I may ask you merely to wait in my presence to know that I am with you. Think of the multitudes who thronged me when I was on earth, all eager for something, eager to be healed or taught or fed. Think as I supplied their many wants and granted their manifold requests, what it meant to me to find amid the crowd some one or two who follow me just to be near me, just to dwell in my presence. How some longing of the eternal heart was satisfied thereby. Comfort me a while by letting me know that you will seek me just to dwell in my presence, to be near me, not even for teaching, not, not for material gain, and even for marriage, but for me. The longing of the human heart to be loved for itself is something caught from the great divine heart. I bless you. Bow your heads. God, in other words, God finds amid the crowd a few people who will follow him just to be near him, just to dwell in his presence. A longing in the eternal heart may be satisfied by these few people. I will let God know that I seek just to dwell in his presence, to be near him, not so much for teaching or a message, or just for him. 
It may be that the longing of the human heart to be loved for itself is something caught from the great divine heart. Trust and not be afraid. Life is full of wonder. Open child trusting eyes to all I am doing for you. Fear not. Only a few steps more and then my power shall be seen and known. You are yourselves now walking in the tunnel of darkness. Soon you yourself shall be in the light to guide feet that are afraid. The cries of your suffering have pierced even to the ear of God himself, my Father in heaven, your Father in heaven, to hear what God is, is to answer for only a cry from heaven, a cry from the heart, a cry to the divine power, A cry to divine power to help human weaknesses. A trusting cry ever reaching the earth divine. Remember, trembling heart, that we with God. Remember, trembling heart, that with God to hear is to answer. Your prayers and, and they have been many are answered. Amen. In other words... Only a few more steps and then God's power should be seen and known in my life. I am now walking in darkness surrounded by the limitations of space and time. But even in this darkness, I can have faith and can be a light to guide feet that are afraid. I believe that God's power will break through the darkness and my prayer will pierce even to the ears of God himself. But only a few cry. But only a cry from the heart, a trusting cry, ever pierces that darkness and reaches the divine heart and ear of God. I am your Lord, your supply. You must rely on me. Trust to the last uttermost limit. Trust and not be not afraid. You must depend on divine power only. I have not forgotten you. Your help is coming. You shall know and realize my power. Endurance is faith tried almost to breaking point. You must wait and trust and hope and joy in me. You must not depend on man, but on me. On me, your strength, your help, your supply. This is the great test. Am I your supply or not? Every work great for me has had to have this great test time possess your souls in patience and rejoice you must wait until i show the way heaven itself cannot contain more joy than that souls knows when after the waiting i crown it victory but no disciple of mine can be victor who does not wait until i give the order to start you cannot be anxious if you know that I am your supply. In other words, 
I must rely on God. I must trust him to the limit. I must depend on the divine power in all human relationships. I will wait and trust and hope until God shows me the way. I will wait for guidance on each important decisions. I will meet the test of waiting until a thing seems right before I do it. Every work for God must meet this test of time. The guidance will come if I wait for it. The divine voice is not always expressed in words. It is made known as a heart-to-heart -heart consciousness. The lifeline, the line of rescue, is the line from the soul to God. On one end of the lifeline is our fate, and on the other end is God's power. It can be a strong line, and no soul can be overwhelmed who is linked to God by it. I will trust in this lifeline and never be afraid. God will save me from doing wrong and from the cares of troubled life. I will look to God for help and trust Him for aid when I am emotionally upset. I am your Savior, your Savior from sin's thralls, your Savior from all the cares and troubles of life, your Savior from disease. I speak to all of you. Look to me for salvation. Trust in me for help. Did not my servant of old say, All the ways and all the billows are gone over me? But not all the waters of affliction could drown him. For of him was it true. He came from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. The lifeline, the line of rescue, is the line from the soul to God. Faith and power it is a strong line, and no soul can be overwhelmed who is linked to me by it. Trust, trust, trust. Never be afraid. Think of my trees stripped of their beauty, pruned, cut, disfigured, bare. But through the dark, seemingly dead branches flow silently, secretly, the spirit life sap. Till, lo, with the sun of spring comes new life. Leaves, bud, blossom, fruit, but oh, fruit a thousand times better for the pruning. Remember that you are in the hands of a master gardener. He makes no mistakes about his pruning. Rejoice. Joy in the Spirit's reteaching and reaching out to say yes, thanks to me. It is a new life, sap of the tree, reaching out to me to find such beautiful expressions later. So never cease to rejoice. Never cease to joy. In other words, like a tree, I must be pruned of a lot of dead branches before I will be ready to bear good fruit. Think of changed people as trees that have been stripped of their old branches, pruned, cut, and bare. But through the dark, seemingly dead branches flows silently, secretly the new sap until with the sun of spring comes new life. There are new leaves, buds, blossoms, and fruits many times better because of the pruning. I am in the hands of a master gardener who makes no mistake in his pruning.
your path is difficult, <clears throat> difficult. <clears throat> there is no work in life so hard as waiting. And yet I say, wait, wait until I show you my will. Proof of it, of my love and of my certainty of your true discipleship that I give you both hard tasks. <clears throat> Again, I say, wait. All motion is more easy than calm waiting. So many of my followers have marred their work and hindered the progress of my kingdom by activity. Wait, I will not overtry your spiritual strength. You are both like two persons, helpless on a raft in mid-ocean. But lo, there cometh towards you, one walking on the waters like unto the Son of Man, when he comes and you receive him, it will be well with you, as it was with my disciples when I was on earth. That straight way you will be at the place where you would be. All your toil and rowing and all your activity could not have accomplished the journey so soon. Oh, wait and trust, wait and be not afraid. In other words, There is almost no work in life so hard as waiting, and yet God wants me to wait. All motion is more easy than calm waiting, and yet I must wait until God shows me His will. So many people have marred their work and hindered the growth of their spiritual lives by too much activity. If I wait patiently, preparing myself always, I will be someday at the place where I would be and much toil and activity could not have accomplished the journey so soon. Life is really consciousness of me. Have no fear. A very beautiful future lies before you. Let it be a new life, a new existence in which in every single happening event plan you are conscious of me and this is life eternal that they may know thee and jesus christ whom thou hast sent get this ever consciousness and you have eternal life the life of the ages be in all things led by the spirit of god and trust me in all and the consciousness of me brings joy Give me not only trust, but gladness. In other words, my spiritual life depends on an inner consciousness of God. I must be led in all things by my consciousness of God, and I must trust Him in all things. My consciousness of God will always bring peace to me. I will have no fear because a good future lies before me as long as I keep my consciousness of God. If in every single happening event and plan I am conscious of God, then no matter what happens, I will be safe in God's hands. In a race, it is not the start that hurts not even pace of the long stretch. 
It is when the goal is in sight that hearts and nerves and courage and muscles are strained almost beyond human endurance, almost to breaking point. So with you now, the goal is in sight. You need your final cry to me. Can you not see by the nerve and heart rack of the past few days that your race is nearly run? Courage, courage, he heed my voice of encouragement. Remember that I am by your side, spurring you on to victory. In the annals of heaven, the saddest record are those that tell of the many who ran well with brave, sought hearts until in sight of the goal of victory, and then their courage failed. The whole host of heaven longed to cry out how near the end was, to implore the last spur, but they fell out, never to know until the, the last day of revealing how near they were to victory. What would that they had listened to me in the silence as you do now, they would have known there must be the listening ear as well as the still, small voice. In other words, in a race, it is when the goal is in sight that heart and nerves and muscles and courage are strained almost to the breaking point. So with us, the goal of the spiritual life is in sight. All we need is the final effort. The saddest records are made by people who ran well with brave, stout hearts until the sight of the goal and then some weakness of self-indulgence held them back. They never knew how near the goal they were or how near they were to victory. You do not realize that you would have broken down under the weight of your cares, but for the renewing time with me, it is not what I say, it is I of myself, it is not the hearing me so much as the being in my presence. The strengthening and curative power of this you cannot know, such knowledge is beyond your human reckoning. This would cure the poor and sick world if every day each soul or group of souls waited before me. Remember that you must never fail to keep this time apart with me. Gradually you will be transformed physically, transformed mentally, spiritually, transformed in all my likeness. All who see you or contact with you will be by this intercourse with you brought near to me and gradually the influence will spread. You are making one spot of earth as holy place and though you must work and spend yourself ceaselessly because that is for the present your appointed task. Yet the greatest work either of you can do and are doing is done in this time apart with me. Are you understanding that? Do you know that every thought, every activity, every prayer, every longing of the day is gathered up and offered to me? Now, O oh joy, that I am with you. For this I came to earth, to lead man back to spirit, converse with his God. In other words, I must keep a time apart with God every day. 
Gradually, I will be transformed mentally and spiritually. It is not the praying so much as just being in God's presence. The strengthening and curative powers of this I cannot understand, because such knowledge is beyond human understanding. But I can experience them. The poor, sick world would be cured if every day each soul waited before God for the inspiration to live aright. My greatest spiritual growth occurs this time apart with God.